one. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Tucson Cena. Welcome back to Be Major. We got my friend, brother, cousin, Kyle, the great one, Mills. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> this cat right here has done it all, and we're going to hear it all today on Be Major. So, Kyle, thank you so much for being the first guest off of our hiatus. Uh, no problem, dog. No problem. I'm oh, doing my thing. man. Good Lord. So, you know I got to ask you. Uh, yeah, anything. So I want to I want to talk about your musical experiences. Could you could you uh, for I know most of them, but for everybody else that's not sure about it, could you tell us you know how you got started with music all the way up until where you're at now? Yeah. So like um, I was about how old was I? I was about seven, and my cousin he used to play trumpet down in St. Thomas. You know, he used to play it, and I was used to listen to him play it, and I was like, you know what? I want to do that shit. Yeah, I was like, I want to do that. So like he he left like um I think he left his trumpet there or something I don't I can't remember but I know I started out on this little cheap blessing like cheap cheap blessing trumpet that um I used to play it at my church and then you know I self taught myself all throughout you know you know I had like teachers there that you know they'll say hey you should be playing this or you should be doing that but like all the time from seven up I just used to open up like books and just play just play it all the time teach myself how to read and all of that stuff you know and then it just keep it keep working for me up to high school college you know and then on the road when i started doing cruise ships and um broadway shows and stuff like that they all came to fruition because all i had to do was sight read the stuff and it was an easy peasy but it's like a blessing on a curse you know it's like you want to figure out why the hell other people can't get this thing done like, how are you getting it done? Like, they're not putting in the work or something. Like, what's going on? But, you know, once, <laughs> once, you, yeah, <laughs> once, once you get over that, that hump of, like, people learn differently, because that, that's hard for me. Even now, like, I'm like, why are we spending so long on this thing, man? It's too easy. Like, come on, let's move to something else. It's just getting boring, you know? And it'll get boring after time in college, you, you know? I used to read the clarinet parts because the trumpet stuff was so boring to me. It was so boring to me. I was like, I'm tired. I need something to to push me to, you know. But, you know, it, it you know, it's just a drive I had to just get better all the time, you know. So with your sight reading chops, like that, mm -hmm. clearly that came over time. But and you said you self you were self taught on that. So how were you able to do that and make it connect and just keep it going? It is a, to me, it's is is how good you want to be. You don't want to be the guy in a session that taking five, seven, eight times to do something because other people are gonna be pissed, and you're wasting money basically because it costs money to stay in those studios. <laughs> it ain't cheap, you know. So that's I used to think that way too. And like like I said, I just used to open a book, just any book I see, I just open a book and just read it. I just because when you play trumpet, you don't see all those crazy like runs like you'll see in, on a clarinet, you know, you don't see that. And then like when I used to listen to like all those earth, wind and fire tunes, you don't hear earth, wind and fire, like the, the horn lines. You don't hear that stuff in regular music. No, that's And then their true. lines are like, like crazy, like, like some crazy fat. I was like, I can't learn that just playing half notes on quantum <laughs> I got, I got a lot to play this stuff, you know? Oh, and, you know, man. I've been listening. And then, like, Rashawn was down there in St. Thomas when I was growing up. So, you know, I was used to listen to Rashawn when he was down there. 
And that's the guy like, that played with um, Dave, Dave Matthews. Matthews. Yeah. And, you know, I listen to him all the time. And up to this day, I still, if I see him, I, we go and play routine together and stuff like that. But it's just that, you know, just the thought that, you know, you want to be better and you don't want to be that guy that everybody was like, ah, oh, he's just, he's a nice guy. You know, and somebody just say a nice guy to me, you can't play worth a shit. <laughs> that, but but you you good but she's a good person to be around and that's what makes you keep the gig i don't want to be that person it's nice that i get to keep the gig but but you i don't want to be that person mm-hmm. like you know hey how, how does he play when somebody call and say hey you know kyle like how, how does he play and then somebody said oh he's a nice guy yeah i <laughs> i don't want to hear that's that. the last thing you want to hear that's the last thing yeah i want him. he's a nice guy but he could play his ass off you know and that's 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 the thing because I always tell people, man, the music community is very small. You have to be that guy that's that not like you know jabbing everybody every time you do a gig. Because I know a lot of great trumpet players that can't get a gig because they rub people the wrong way. And you could say probably drummers too. Any anybody, saxophone players, it could happen to anybody. You rub a person the wrong way, you make them feel uncomfortable. That's it. It's a wrap. Forget about your career. Nobody ain't booking you for any gigs because that, that's how it goes. You, you're too dark for the gig. You know what I mean? Mm, and nobody yeah. wants that. And no, nobody wants that around you. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, everybody have freedom of speech. That's what I tell everybody. You know, it's freedom of speech until you get into the workplace. Mm. That freedom of speech shit don't happen in, in the workplace. You can say what you want. You just ain't going to show up the next day and fire your ass. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's how it is, you know. So with music, and then, yeah. oh, go ahead, my bad. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Listen. So with music and education, so you know, you and I met at the University of Maryland Eastern Shore. Yeah. And, you know, sometime later, you ended up going to Chicago or you know yeah. the area. Yeah, the area. Yeah. So what what was what was it like playing with us and versus what what it was like playing with these cats in Illinois? So like playing with you guys were, were great, you know. But it had some, you know. Yeah, I always had some that was like, yeah, I do music education. The hell I need to play my instrument, you know. That's good, you know. But that's everywhere. Even when I went over there, it's like that. But like, it was it was a more of a approach to it. You know what I mean? Like it was more of a let's see, like I could say this. What else? Stepping on toes. Like it was more, I didn't like the fact that everything was more education based and playing based. You know what I mean? Like I gotta know how to play. You gotta know how to play in order to be a better teacher. That's that's just how it goes. You have to be good at playing to be a better teacher. You know, and I didn't I didn't feel that as much when I was there. And then I don't have patience at all, as you know. I have zero patience. And I couldn't see myself teaching um kids anything because they're gonna be like why are you here? Like, like, and that's the part that that that's I that I admire teachers for because when I was growing up playing music, I actually wanted to be there. These kids now, the parents forcing them to play music. It, nobody likes doing it anymore. It's it's just banned, you know, and they don't take it serious, you know. Mm-hmm. And that 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 irritates me. That's why, like, my students now. I have some students now that that understand. Like, I was like, okay, I'll, I was telling this. I was like, I got like four good students. Because they understand what I'm saying. And I'll be like, okay, how do you want to sound when you play a solo? They was like, good. I was like, okay. I say, now, how you know it's good? It's like when everybody's enjoying it and everything, 
And I, I always tell them, your parents don't count because they're going to clap regardless. <laughs> you just say that. Like, and, and, and they started dying. These kids are like 12, 13. And I tell them straight up, I was like, if you sound bad, I ain't going to clap. Your parents going to clap. So you're going to know when I know you sound like trash. They, they, they understand. I was like, and I was like, you see, that's the difference. I didn't want to sound like trash growing up because I know what bad playing sounds like. These kids don't know what bad playing sounds like because their teachers, they weren't taught correctly how to teach them. Or they didn't play an instrument good enough to teach them. You know, and it's stuff like that it just it drives me crazy. Like you go listen to a, a, a middle school. It's like my middle school didn't sound like this. And it's like, like one of my friends, like he was telling me like, we can't get to teach these kids because it's a curriculum for the musician, for the music teacher he has to follow. He needs to dish out this concert by this date. And he's like, these kids can't do it this fast. It's impossible. And they're like, yeah, I don't care. So you got to put on a concert where all your kids sound like trash and you have to tell them to sound good. I can't do that. And I'll be fighting a hard bit. Because I'm going to be like, that was bad. That was bad. Your tone Just sucks. Bad. Yeah, that's bad. Why can't you count to four? You know, so it's like, I can't do that. So I admire every music educator out there. I admire them. Because I can't do that shit. <laughs> I admire them. What was it like for you in Illinois when, you know, first leaving? Because, you know, where we went to school, when we played jazz, like we swamp, you know. And yeah. then you went to where you where you were at in Illinois. And what was that, like, what was that jazz band experience like versus what it was like with Dr. Lampkin? Well, you know, Lamkin would ever be good. Lamkin know what he's doing, you know. And um, I was teaching the same thing, structured, you know. And like nobody was, you know, we had some other goof off once in a while, both bands, you know. Mm. But when it was down to business, you know, like, you know, like I was just a, like when, you know, somebody like, you don't have to play that song. Why, why we play, you know, you know, when I was used to be like, come on, guys. Like, oh, man, River, when somebody would be bitching to play, oh, man, River, and anyway. I was like, man, should, what the hell you have then? If you don't want to play with my river, you know who I talked about too. <laughs> I was like, what the hell you have for? Like, why are you complaining? Dude, we had to play music. Like, yeah. come on. And and for me, it's serious because look, I always tell my mother, I tell my wife to this day, all my friends, if anything was to happen to me, trumpet wise, I can't play trumpet anymore, just sign me up to be the next Pablo Escobar. <laughs> I'm selling rocks, rocks and rocks, and I'm selling everything on the goddamn street i'll sell a tree stump if i have to because it's literally that part of my life and like people don't understand like is your part of your life that is you put so much time into it and people don't understand that like why they always like why musicians should get paid that much and I, i'll be like why sports have to get paid that much those like they entertain so i'm like what the hell do i do <laughs> i do the same thing you know and you it's could just play our bodies are being put yeah. on the line. Like we're, yeah. we're putting out our souls, you know, not just yeah. not just our yeah. body, but our soul. And then you know, yeah. athletes, true, yeah, it's the same thing. But yeah, it's the same exact thing. But it's, it's, it's like yeah, they're they more glorified than a musician is. Yeah, they're more glorified. I ain't jealous of them or anything. But when you explain the logic to somebody, when it's like they're entertaining, I was like, when you turn on and listen to music, that's entertainment, right there. That's me. That's me right there, you know. So that was that was our thing. But when I got over there, like our teacher, he was more of a he was more diverse, hella diverse, you know. So we had to do 
I do piccolo stuff over there, all type of stuff over there. Because I wanted to do the performance side. I wanted to perform, you know? Mm-hmm. So I want to perform. And I was like, yeah, I was, I was thinking, yeah, I get a music education degree and then go do, go get a master's in performance. But I was like, if I get a music education degree, I wouldn't have been happy with it. I would have tried to rip that shit up. So <laughs> I, was like, I was like, let me just get a performance. Because, you know, I was saying, get the music education degree, something you could fall back on. You know that, that dumb saying? I hate that saying. Like, why well, want something like a fall back on? Let me, I want to play and be happy with what I do, you know? Cool. I want to go to bed smiling every day because I pick, I get, I major in something that makes me happy and I don't feel like work. And that's performing. And that's just playing as much as I want. And when I was over there, like, we practiced, I probably practiced more than, than I did at UMS. And, you know, I used to be in a shed at UMS. Every. Dude, I, I had access to be in that building literally from when, band done until they'll lock me in the in the um, rehearsal building and i could leave whenever i want so i'll be in i'll be there from like seven we'll we'll be done with everything about 6 p.m and i won't leave until like two in the morning because i'll just sit on there and like shit like get my stuff together get everything moving and i'll do that all the time over and over again and then my masters in kentucky was just 10 times worse so now where you traveled the world just off the strength of cruise ships. So what yeah. what made you go into going going into cruise ships and what was that experience like and what was the audition process like? So the the audition process for the cruise ship? That's what you're talking about? Yeah. Like just the yeah. experience in general. Oh it's uh look it you see this thing that everybody talking about the music business could be like a a dark place if you're not too careful. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cruise ships is a perfect example of that. You know? oh, wow, <laughs> you get a lot of dark musicians on cruise ships, man. And it's not because they can't play. You know, some some people there that I know, it's like one of the, the, the best musicians I ever play with, but the dark because of how they are treated out there. You know, so like my audition process, I did it, you know, I played the stuff, the lead stuff. And then it was like, okay, you jump in on a plane to Italy and you jump on the ship the next day, right? So you all excited and all that shit. This, this is pointless for anybody to want to do this stuff. So like you all excited, you get over to Italy, you see the time difference, you realize, shit, this is some serious jet lag. So you like either try and fix yourself before you know it. Hey, you on stage, you gotta play tonight. They don't care how tired you is. So you just have to you have to know when to flip that switch to, to like complete musician mode. Because that first day I got there, I had to go play a show. And it's a show with a bunch of stupid I know it's all over the place, all over the music. I can't say, no, I can't play this. I need to want you you have to be ready to go or else they'll find somebody else. And that's the thing with uh, musicians too as well that's why i say you need to be ready we're the only the only occupation probably other than let's see i think we're the only occupations that don't have like a a 30-day trial period <laughs> like probably no we don't if we don't get our shit done on day one we could we're getting sent home and replaced yeah somebody could get a job you know walking um human resources they could fuck up the whole week, and the next the next week they do good, they're fine, they, their job safe. We screw up one day, and we could be replaced that quick. 
So you have to be on you have to be on the ball. You gotta be on the money. You gotta make sure you play stuff right all the time. You have to be in a zone. And some people don't really understand. Like, hey, you only walk like other people on cruise ships would be like, you only walk in two hours. You don't know about struggle, right? And then you have to sit on so every play for twenty five years, killing about nine hours out of my life. You give me a broom, I could do your job. I give you my <laughs> instrument. Can you do mine? You can do mine. Can you do mine? No, you can't. I put you up on that stage in front of about twenty thousand people. Can you do? Can you do the job? How you? If you could show me how to fold a towel into an elephant, I could do it. Can you play this? Can you read this straight down without mistakes? That's that's another thing you have to do. When we sight read and we sight read in the day of the concert, not many people could do that, and we have no. to play it perfect. You know, and it's it's a stressful job, and people think it's a joke. But it ain't stressful because I've been doing it for so long. I don't feel the stress when I do it because I've been sight reading since I was a kid, you know. But like when some, you know, a young kid jump on a cruise ship, jet lag, and they see this music in front of them and they don't play it like how it's supposed to sound because there's a reputation from another goddamn trumpet player that played it correctly. And you come in there and just screw it up. They're going to be like, oh. I don't think you're ready for this. And they'll find somebody on the next the next um, port, you're out of there. They'll fire you, send you back home and bring somebody in. Yeah, it's it's that type of it's that dark sometimes. And then the musicians, they're just pissed at the singers because the singers get the most relaxation while the musicians are like whooped to death playing all the time. So, you know, but if you get your head in the right place, the cruise ship is a sweet gig. You just have to Stay away from all the bullshit that comes with it. So, for people that don't know, what are, what are some of the things that you would consider bullshit playing on the cruise ship? Oh, stay like stay 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 away from them the dark people, man. Like people are always negative all the time. Like everything is something negative for those dudes. Like they always complain that the the singers and dancers don't do shit for the day. Why can't they do this? Why they get it? You just got, you got to remember why you're there, you know? You got to remember, why am I here? I'm here to get better and make money. That's all you have to say. And then you have to say, I get paid to play music. That doesn't exist anymore, to be honest. That's like, it, it's hard to, it's hard for that to, to happen now. You know, and like BS, like, you know, like, I, I stop it because like, I couldn't be part of like, you know, some, how to treat the other crew. I was staff, so I didn't have to deal with, people like belittling me and stuff like that, you know? But like, it's all, it's how your head is situated. Like, I, I just couldn't work for the companies anymore because how they used to treat like other people of different nationalities, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, it's like my fellow Caribbean brothers too would be like, they'll be happy to make like $700 a month. And I'm looking at them like I want to, I'm like, what? The, the fuck? You working 15 hours or you might make $700? But when they go home, they're like a, a goddamn kingpin. But I said, that's besides <laughs> the point. I walk in on 15, 15 hours for 700 bucks. You crazy? Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, you know. So, you know, so you just, you, your mind have to be, you have to get a clear mind on why you're there. And then when you just gain off of it, you just be like, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. I need to, to really, I need to get off of this ship and, and really play, like, you know, some stuff, you know. And they don't, and if you, like, this is why I start, I did the Broadway shows and then I decided to join the army you know, because it's a, it's a whole thinking situation. What happens if I was to like, 
before I join them. What happens if I um say I pass out or I, I just drop down dead? And you know, they didn't take out social security for cruise ships. They didn't take I didn't have no medication. I didn't have no Medicaid or any type of insurance. I didn't have none of that. So I was like, I need to start making sense of this whole thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I need like a foundation of like, you know, and I got a wife and I got daughter. It's like the hell, dude. You don't even get insurance for them. You can't even take care of them. You have nothing to give them. I have like savings from the ship. I could just, you know, hand it to them. I'll be able, you know, everything will be okay. But it was like uh it was like a snap of a finger in my head, like, okay, can you know just join the arm? You know, in my head, I'd just pop up with shit out of my head, out of the blue. <laughs> I just I woke up one morning, I was like, I woke up one morning, I was like, Yeah, I joined the military. You know, my wife was like, what the fuck? Like, who the fuck just come up with such a life decision like that? I was like, me? It's like, he was thinking about it. So I was like, no. And it was like, why not use my talent to make your life better? I've been doing this shit for 25 years. I don't matter anymore. It's you, it's my wife and my daughter that matter now, you know? And if my talent could get them somewhere and make their life better, why not? You know, and... I wouldn't say I was selfish in the end because I was still I was selfish before because I was still making money for them to survive and stuff like that. But it's thinking more thinking more like a man now than a than a boy, I consider. Even though I was still a man. Like I wasn't thinking about the long outcome, you know? So I was like, you, you gotta start thinking a long outcome. What's gonna happen when you stop playing trumpet or you're able to play trumpet anymore? You have a retirement, Kyle? Nope. I just put money in the side. That's all I have. But there's like that money ain't growing when you put it to the side. You know what I mean? So now I find I finally get four one k and shit. I feel like a, a a human being now. I feel like I get stuff right. So what? So you woke up one morning, decided because I know that when we was in college a couple of times, you used to talk about doing the Marine Band. And yeah, I was like, I want to do the Marine. Band. Yeah, I used to say it. I used to, you know, when I get bored. And I just Google sort something. I was like, oh, audition. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Some shit. Yeah, I remember. Like, and then when we went to go see the Marine Band in Salisbury when we was in college. Yeah. And they sounded great. Like, can't yep. trust it. Like, oh, my gosh. But, yeah. you know, I, and then when Tamara told me that you was thinking about doing it, I wasn't surprised. I just wish you didn't do it under this president, but I wasn't surprised. <laughs> I saw it coming, but. Yeah. I was just like, you know, I'm going to do this, man. I mean, the audition is, is, I see the audition. I was like, Kyle, I could do this. So why are you bullshitting? Go lose some goddamn weight, you fat bastard. That's what shit is. Lose some weight. I was like, hey, you, you could be healthy and play trumpet at the same time. Why not? Yeah, I just went there and just do it, man. Got to you got to do. Okay, so now, like, I asked this also in the podcast. So, you know, how how music strengthen your relationships, especially you know, like you said, you have a wife, you have a daughter, you know, you know what I mean? And you got... And, uh, I won't say it's drinking shit. And <laughs> it ain't strengthened nothing. If they don't understand... So this is the thing, you got to find somebody that... She didn't understand at first. She did not. I don't think any girlfriend I had understood that shit. I get dumped too many goddamn times. <laughs> I bet I do remember. Every goddamn time. Because I was... Because I'll just be like playing trumpet for like nine hours. I, I didn't know how to, you know, find time for anybody. I couldn't, I just I couldn't find time for anybody. Cause I was like, this is making me money, you know, to make some, somewhat make you feel good. But you know, it's mostly this will have me going. You know, I couldn't find time for anybody else. 
It was just me and my instrument. And I just couldn't find time to do anything. And that's a bear in a relationship when especially women could say what they want. If they don't feel appreciated in any form of way, they, you're going you're gonna to hear about it. They ain't going to say anything, but <laughs> they're going to have a fit. And I could tell you, all them girlfriends I had, they had a fit boy because I used to be like, um, I practice it. Why you out so long? I was like, I practice it. Then I was like, okay, fine. You want to hear it inside the house? Okay. And I'll, I'll, I'll play it. And then they didn't like it. And I was like, okay, bye. The fuck? <laughs> I go into practice. <laughs> the hell? Yo. That is, I can go with you on some of that. I, can, I, I believe you. <laughs> I can go with you on some of that. You know, just, they don't get, they don't understand the struggle. They think they do, but they don't, they don't understand. Like, you know, they don't, they don't get it. At one point I was playing in four bands and Kyle, you know, like wanting to play has been something that I've wanted to do since I met you, you know? Yeah. So once I got to that point where people you know, we, I either got called for a gig or I did like an audition and I got into a band and I was like, I'm putting my all into it. And then sometimes there'd be, yeah. if I went to go check back, like, hey, are we doing something this day? You know, I got this gig coming up. You know, I, I want to take the gig. <laughs> and then yeah. it could yeah. be a little something, but yeah. 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 They, they don't get it. They, they get it, but they don't get it at the same time. You know, it's not just women, time. ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's, it's yeah. it can be in a hole. Yeah. We used to hear about it in college all the time. Your body's in the building. Yeah, they don't, they don't get it. No, no, would ever understand that my job. I have to stay consistent, otherwise it goes away. It will go away. It, it's not something that, you know, that it has this book I used to read. It was about this guy. You know, he just used to do plastic surgery on people and stuff like that. And he was a doc. He was like, listen, I could read a book. I could graduate uh, med school with a C and still become a successful doctor. I could read a goddamn book. He's like a musician. He can't, you can't graduate with a goddamn C in your instrument. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you just can't. It's, you just can't do it. Like he said, if I want to do something, I go open up a book and read it and say, okay, I remember how to do this. You think I could just open, I could not play my instrument for about 50, like almost 20 whole weeks and then open up a book and say, oh, oh, this is, this is how you do it. And just do it in like one day or two days. No, nope. nah. it take me a while to get back. <laughs> so, the, all right. So the military, <clears throat> so yeah. you got in, you know, you yeah. and, you know, in our group text, you know, he was like, hey, I'm out for a little while, guys. I'll see you when I come back. Was, can you talk about what basic training was like for you, and especially as a musician, because you couldn't touch? Were you able to practice during that time? No, I, I couldn't play at all, man. No, it, was, it was torture for me because I couldn't play. But you know, I always had to remember why I was there. The same thing, just got my way there, and like you know, all the pu well push-ups, sit-ups, you know, all that running and stuff like that, rock marching for miles and shit. But like. The end goal. That was my main concern, the end goal, you know? And of course, you know, we had another musician there with me, but I was used to mess with him because he always used to do dumb shit. I made sure that no one even knew who my name until the, the, it was 10 weeks and they only knew who I was on the ninth week. <laughs> I, I just used to do my stuff, keep my head down and leave. And, and once you become somebody like that, that's mostly musicians, do your stuff, leave. We don't try and make a, a scene. We don't try to make a presence. 
That's only for when it's time to be on the stage. After that, yeah, we on stage, you make a presence. You know, we we kind of introvert. Is it introvert? Is the word? We kind of yeah. like being by ourselves, doing our thing. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So now, now you're out of basic training and you're stationed. Well, I'm stationed yet. I, I have this music school. I hate I hate everything about it, man. Because I feel like I'm in college again. <laughs> but this time, the army, you gotta walk with like every other like service here, like the Marines and Navy. They could like walk by themselves and stuff like that. But the army, we gotta do this this battle buddy system, man. You gotta walk with somebody. This place, yeah, somebody that place. And that shit pisses me out because sometimes I want to go someplace only to practice, and I have to like find somebody to go with that probably doesn't want to go with me. So I'm like annoying people. So I don't want to annoy anybody, you know. And I got in trouble the other day because I wanted to practice until a certain time everybody left. And I was like, oh, I don't get a battle, but I guess I'll walk back. And one of the sergeants was like, uh, it's for accountability. You, you know, we, you, you can't just walk someplace by yourself. And I'm just, in the back of my head, I have to remember I'm in a training facility, you know? So all in the back of my head, I was like, it's a grown ass motherfucker. You know, <laughs> grown ass old man. What a man, where the hell I have to walk with some child next to me to me? Well, I'm gonna get hit by a goddamn car. I used to, yeah. <laughs> that's the shit I seen in my head, but I'm like, you're in a training environment. Just say, yes, it won't happen again. Shit, I just did it a while ago because they were taking too goddamn long in subway and I just walked back to my room. So it's it, it's just a little adjustment. But after this, after this training, I don't need a battle buddy anymore. Okay. I could go whenever I want. So now I know we talked about you being, you have you still have to take lessons in army, correct? Yeah. So what what is that like, given the fact that you've gone through 25 years worth of lessons already now, do you feel like you're getting anything from these lessons? Well, you know, I've been off for like a couple of weeks, so they're trying to bring you back up, you know? Mm. And it's like it's like any other, like, any teacher that you, you know, you listen to the, the good points and then you disregard, like, the stupid shit to say. Like, you know, like, it's just every... For some teachers, you know, it's just like that. You suck in all the information and stuff that like don't make sense. Just throw it out the window. Because one thing I learned, like people that specialize in something very well, can't teach it very well. You have to be. It gotta be a, a specific skill in order for you to, you know, teach it. You know. So these guys here is pretty good. They didn't tell me anything that's like weird or anything yet. So it's like, but of course, you know, when you hear something that's like. Mm, going one air come out the other if it's something good you keep it in and you just add on to that you know that uh what was that word it's not psycho you um i can't remember the goddamn word right now but yeah you add it on to um oh, your repertoire how you learn it yeah your repertoire how you do your routine your philosophy you add it on to that philosophy of your of your playing like okay this could this could work. I could do this. This ain't too far off of what I believe in. I could add on this, you know. But the stuff that is like way off, like man, like and that's another thing too, dude. The music community is so small. Who is one of your favorite drummers? Oh man, right now there's um, Thundercats brother. Jesus, I'm I'm blank so bad. Okay, so hey, how this? Okay, let's just do an example. Max Roach, you like Max Roach, right? Yes. Max Roach is still alive, right? And somebody said, <laughs> Max Rook said in an interview, I sit down and I eat six butter sticks to be better at drumming. How, mu how much you want to bet 
at least 95% of the drummers eat six butter sticks just to get better, like man. Yeah, yeah. Because the community, so, we are, it's so small and we are so stupid sometimes because that's why like my my teacher used to tell me, you have to be, be you have to be careful of things you say, especially if he's one of the best out there because people will suck it up and they will continue saying it to each other. They'll be like, well, like the guy I did Elf with, I ever told you about that guy I did Elf the musical with? No. So I was playing first. Final pointer. Second. There we go. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I was sitting there fucking having a whole brain. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So this guy I was playing, um, Trump, uh, sec- he was at Elf I was doing it with, he was like, yeah, this guy, Rick Baptist, said you should only practice 15 minutes a day. Rick Baptist is like on every recording you could ever think of from back in the day, every trumpet recording you could ever think of. And then he, he used to say like Wayne Burton and all those guys, I know Wayne didn't say only 15 minutes a day, but he was like, yeah, you only practice 15 minutes a day and you'll be fine, right? And I was like, okay, you do you, my friend, you do you. We getting ready to play the show now. He has a solo part to play. Nothing coming out of the horn. And he's blowing. Nothing's coming out of the horn. He was like, you do something to my horn? I was like, no. I said, that's, I was like, that's because he practiced 15 minutes a damn day. You you can't blow any air to the goddamn thing. Yeah. It's shit like that. Just like, and he used to piss me off every goddamn day. That was torture. And from then I was like, I understand this road life thing. So my head could be singing. Because he never used to practice. He used to sound like straight trash every day. And I was like, why is he not fired? But, you know. He was a nice guy. <laughs> no, he wasn't a nice guy either. Oh, well, maybe. Yeah, he was not a nice guy either. God damn. Yo. Yeah. So, military life now, you know, with everything going on, if you don't mind me asking, like, so what is the environment outside of, you know, having a battle buddy, what other changes have, do you have to make with yourself? You know, mental changes, like, you know, realize that you not only have to have somebody with you, but, you know, what what else, what other changes do you have? Like, how often do you get to speak to your family? And, you know, I you get to speak. Well, I could, yeah, I could talk to them every day. It's just like, because I'm in training, of course, you know, the schedule is a little tight, you know, but other than that, dude, it's 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 easy to to me right now. It's it's easy right now because all I do, I train in the morning, wake up, go to either ceremonial band, or my my Latin band that I'm in. Oh, talk about the Latin band! I don't have a goddamn piano in the Latin band. I'm so pissed. <clears throat> Why? Who? I was like, who booked this shit? I, I was like, hire me, please, hire me, because you should be fired. And anyways, and then we do that, and then you go to lunch for like an hour. And you come back and you do like, like safety, like briefings, like you do a briefings that I got to teach you, like suicide prevention stuff, all, all type of stuff, traffic, guys, people are speeding everywhere. You know how that goes, wear your seatbelt. That's the whole day. And then you, you practice two hours. They only want two hours a day. I was like, what? You know, so, and, and it's hard for me because I used to practice in more than two hours a day, you know, so. You know, I have to like put my hours down. We can't practice in our rooms. So I'm I'm sitting down here like, oh, expect me to play. So so they have it set that only two hours you could pra- you could practice a day. And like everything shut off in the music building at nine. 
so I can't stay over. I, I would like to stay over. Like yesterday, they threw my ass out. I thought they closed at like like nine. That shit closed at six. <laughs> like I'm I'm in there practicing. Like one guy came in because he needed a battle buddy. And I'm like, I'm gonna be here all day, man. I, I, I ain't coming anytime soon. Instead, this guy didn't even tell me close at six. You, 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 know, like, you little shit. That one the time I, I don't even see him around anymore. I'm about to say, you little shit. You know, like, and then the, the, the damn one of the officers came and was like, Yeah, we're closing up. You have like 10 minutes. I was like, What? I was like, But I want practice. You don't have that, the, um, that one mute you can stick your headphones in? Dude, I can't even take, I don't have my own instrument, right? I didn't walk with my own instrument because I flew straight from basic training. Mm-hmm. So like, I can't bring the school's, the army's trumpet back to my room. Yeah, I know, it's stupid. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so I have, the only time you practice is over there. It has to be locked up over there. So, so and then we come back, you know, lights out at nine o'clock. Nine o'clock is the curfew. And then nine thirty lights out. Sleep by nine o'clock. Well, you don't gotta be sleep, but lights lights out at nine. Yes. The, I mean, curfews at nine. Lights out nine thirty. So you could sit in your bed in the darkness and play with your phone, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. But yeah, it's stupid. Wow. I remember yeah. Bernie was talking about doing the Marine Band. <laughs> do it, man. If you need to do it, do it. Sweet, it's a solid gig, man. Like, I mean. It's a pandemic going on and it's still getting paid, you know. So that's the that's the good thing about it. You know, I still get paid. I still could play music. I still perform in music. But you know, most because right now in New York they're not doing any type of ticketed events. I know, and that's sad because all the, I know a bunch of those guys on Broadway. So I know they're making any money, and it sucks. Yeah, I have. A, I so ho- hopefully they save the money because. Yeah, hopefully those dudes save money because they're screwed if they didn't. A lot of a lot of people. Uh, I have a couple friends that are in this uh, COVID relief uh, group of musicians, and man. Yeah, my friend is in that too. Because you remember, I was on I was on the road doing American in Paris when COVID canceled all the gigs. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, and and COVID too. COVID made me realize that like. I was, I was thinking about it. It made, it made me realize, like, listen, you, you could tell which jobs is for you and which jobs ain't for you, boy. Because, like, they were just dropping people left and right. And I'm like, I can't, I can't be having an occupation and, like, I could lose money like, like that in the snap of a finger, you know? <laughs> well, like a snap of a finger. What you said? That's why having a nine to five for me was so crucial. You know, yeah, you, you gotta have it. Nine to five or, or something. Yeah, so COVID hit. We were supposed to have the last gig that I had was February 16th. And then I had another one March 28th at SOBs. And I was so happy yeah. to get that gig, bro. <laughs> I canceled. And it was like, fuck. Okay, yeah, my so- last gig, I, I was literally in Florida. We did a show the day before. I was in Florida, Friday the 13th in Florida. And they was like, yeah. Everything canceled. You're getting flying out tomorrow. I'm like what? I'm like, yep, you're getting flown out tomorrow. Going back home. He's like, okay, no biggie. Yeah. Man, but listen, I gotta go get ready for this dentist. My sister's birthday today. 
Bro. All right, dude. Happy birthday, Sid. Thank you so much for doing this, guys. Dude, anytime, dude. What's the other podcast you got? Oh, the other one I got was with uh, me and Khalid called Words to the Blur. Words to the who? Word to the Blur. I'll send you the link for that one. Word we talk about mad nerdy shit. Oh, okay. Good looks for the plug, though. <laughs> what you say? I said good looks for the plug, though. <laughs> uh, that's true, man. But, yo, I will be speaking to you soon, bro. Please give my love to the family. Yes, sir. Anytime. Yes, sir. The, them, um, Virgil and um, Ting would say they try and call you to crack on you because of somebody. <laughs> I say, oh, God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they I called right before you. Yeah I, yeah, I heard I heard about that whole thing. I was like, oh, boy, Tucson, stay away. Yeah, nah, nah. We, we going to catch up. I'll tell you about it. <laughs> Later, dude. Yes, I can. Uh, see Anytime. We could do this another time if you need to. Oh, I'm with it. <laughs> All right, dude. See you. All right, man. Bless. Bless.